I'm from this dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt, dirt, dirt. Gotta get back to it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. And uh, just uh, Matt and I and a special guest in studio tonight uh, going to talk a little bit of uh, uh, dirt track racing, kind of a mid-season update this week. Not a, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't even really say that. We're just now getting back to racing and Mother Nature's uh, playing nice to us and uh, coming off some big shows at Brownstown Speedway. So, going to kind of talk a little bit of everything. Got some exciting things in the work here at Get Throttled Up, or at Throttled Up, GetThrottled.com, and talk about some of those. But before we jump into everything, uh, let's thank our first round of sponsors here. Race fans, In the Fastlane Productions has rebranded itself as Dirt to Media. This is a huge win for us as race fans as they will be expanding their coverage to three local racetracks. For a mere $9.99 a month, you can choose between race action from Thunder Valley, Twin Cities Raceway Park, or Brownstown Speedway. But really, who can choose? So for only $13.99 per month, upgrade to the VIP membership and receive video from all three tracks. The only question I have left for you is, what are you doing? Get over to dirttomedia.tv and sign up today. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite... Dirt track racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front. Absolutely. And they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out. Octobilt Performance Differentials in Louisville, Kentucky specializes in race, performance, and street differentials. Don't trust just anybody with your differential. Make sure it's someone who's a proven winner. Contact Mike Kessler today at 502 539-7886. Again, that's Mike Kessler at 502-639-7886. Octobilt Performance Differentials, a proven winner. This Saturday, July 6th, the Schaefer's Oil Mars Super Late Model Series will invade Brownstown Speedway for the $5,000 to win 5th Annual Born Free 40. In addition to the Easy Lift Super Late Models, enjoy racing action from night drainage and excavating UMP modifieds, Wollston Automotive Super Stocks, and the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks. This will also be a Brandeis Series bonus race for the Super Stocks. Gates open at 3 with hot laps at 6. Admission is $20 for general admission, and those 12 and under are free. Again, don't miss the 5th Annual Born Free 40 from Brownstown Speedway this Saturday, July 6th. All right, and welcome back here. And, and Matt, I'm not going to uh, – you typically do all our introductions, and I know this is a special one, so I'm not going to uh, take this one away from you. So do you want to introduce who our guest is in studio with us? Yeah, tonight we got to my 12-year-old daughter, Lydia. She – huge race fan uh also i guess she full-blown crew member there for the 4a of aubrey egan though when aubrey races uh lydia's down there in the pits thrashing away with the egan family aubrey mounts aubrey mounts yes i'm sorry 
but she is with the egan family <laughs> she is with the egan family <laughs> so yeah uh, so so she uh starting to build her uh vault of racing knowledge and some racing experience in the pits now at the whopping age of 12 so i'm going to start with this with you lydia and i'm going to ask you this question um as a young girl we don't see a ton of young girls that get into racing so what made you very interested in racing um just seeing that aubrey being a girl can race makes me want to race and she can race she is uh one of the best out there in a super stock at brownstown speedway no doubt and so what but what excites you about racing in general um i just like to see him like go around the track and it's fun do you like the speed of it is that what you like when they race close and then yeah. they race hard and mm-hmm. And, and I know you have some favorites. Obviously, Aubrey is one of them. Who else are some of your favorite drivers? Um, Logan Mount, uh, Hudson O'Neill, Donnie Wilson, Chad Stapleton, and Don O'Neill. That's not a bad list. No, that's a pretty good list. Yeah, you and, and covering several different classes there and uh, several different series as well. So, pretty good list. Yeah, I think she got all of them. Actually, she left out a... Uh, Tyler King. Well she's covered every every class now yeah Yeah. she got pure stock super stock modified crate and all the supers yeah so you did good you covered every class what about a sprint car (laughs) i knew what answer was coming there Uh, you should have looked at him and said what are those you'll find out saturday night brown sound speedway she just come back from uh eldora watching the dream so she got, got three nights of racing in there so she Got to see a lot of good racing while we was over at Eldora. How, how was the dream? It was good. Did you like who, who won? Um, yeah, it wasn't uh, Scott Bloomquist. <laughs> so you're you're on the anybody but Bloomquist train. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I was, I'll, I'll be honest, I, I can't say that I'm, I'm a huge Brandon Shepard fan, but I, I am glad to see him win. Um, and the Richards family and getting them in the victory lane with their house car, I did think that was pretty cool and um i i'm not a i'm not an anti-bishop guy so i, I think he gets cool. overlooked i do too and you know it was interesting i i may have already shut it down i i was surprised to see how many feature wins he has on the world of outlaws late model series yeah um let me look that up again i was looking at that earlier um you know i'll tell you what i was amazed at is all the success that josh richards had when he drove the you know the rocket house car that that was mark richard's first crown jewel at eldor speedway you know and it's and it's crazy to me and i said this um a couple weeks ago uh when we had some guys on and was talking about kind of the dream and things that had happened i saw him i saw mark richards when he came on the track at the icebreaker at brownstown and you know it's not an eldora crown jewel don't get me wrong but brownstown is a historic place to race the excitement he came on the track with that they had parked that car yeah. for that race um, to open up the season, it was unbelievable. And and you can tell, and, and I think that I think that's where it's kind of changed with B-Shep from what Josh Richards had done in that car. They're winning big races. Yes. They're winning the, the, the big name races, and I, and it is. I, and, again, I think um, – I think it's really cool to see Mark Richards get those opportunities. And you can – anytime you get an owner or a car owner, you know, chassis builder that 
looks like a kid in victory lane that's yeah. always really exciting well it shows there's still passion you absolutely know, he, you know he hasn't been burned out because you know he's been in it for years and years all-time feature wins let's see here so in the world of outlaw series josh richards is first with 76 feature wins in the world of outlaws but bishop is third with 45 wow so Two, three more seasons. I mean, he could be up here competing mm-hmm. with Richards. Lanigan is second with seventy-two. So, yeah. like I said, um, that that actually, and again, I know that you got some guys that that obviously aren't Lucas Oil guys that only cross over every now and then. But still, I thought I thought that was a lot more for B. Shep than what I expected him to have. Oh, me too. Yeah, who's, uh, who's the rest of the top five? Let me see. I'll go back. Uh, you got Richards with seventy-six. Lanigan with seventy-two. Um, Shepard with 45, Shane Clanton with 43, Billy Moyer with 42. So that group right there, you've only got a handful of races separating them. Yeah. Uh, Rick Eckert, 37, and then Bloomquist is next there with 32. So hmm. obviously Lanigan and, and Richards have pretty well dominated that that division. Then looking at the Lucas Oil, Bishop's got 12 wins in Lucas Oil. Right. I mean, so again, I mean, you're talking, what I say, at 45, 45. 57 wins overall yeah. that's not a bad career well he's to the point now in his career and with the equipment he's in that you know when you're sitting in the grandstands going to pick your winner for the night you cannot not think about him oh 100 agree you know it's and i'll be honest you know talking about richards too and you just said i don't want to knock josh richards and the and the success he had because he got 26 wins in lucas oil yeah, yeah. yeah. and 70 and in, in 72 in in um the world outlaw series i mean that's nothing to shake a stick right. at. I mean, those two combined, only about 20, 25 wins off of Bloomquist feature wins. Yeah. I mean, now, obviously, Bloomquist here in the Lucas Oil Series has won 93 features, so he's uh, he's kind of running away with it. And, you know, it, the crazy thing for me looking at these numbers to kind of run down this list, you got Bloomquist at 93, Jimmy Owens at 61, Don O'Neill at 45, Davenport at 42, which is actually more than i thought davenport yeah, had too i would have never guessed that number either i was surprised he was that close to don um earl pearson jr at 38 josh richards at 26 is your next one wow um billy moyer at 24 burkoffer at 17 steve francis at 14 shannon babb at 12 bishop at 12 so you're at 12 right there there's a lot of big names still left down that oh, list. Yeah. A lot of guys that, in the Hall of Fame that uh, <laughs> that are on that list. Yeah, that uh, you know, nine, ten, you know, win. So, like I said, for both of those guys, um, you know, impressive that what I I think it's impressive. Number one for Josh Richards to make the the decision to move away from the house car. Yeah, and. And obviously, I don't know what all happened there. Um, it doesn't seem like it was a bad break with the, the family or anything like that. I think, obviously, I think it's a chance for him to see what he's got somewhere else. And I'll give him credit for that. I think a lot of times guys get comfortable racing for their mm-hmm. family. So to go out and have a, a new boss um, outside of your own father and, and have you know Clint Boyer and his group kind of pushing you, I give him a lot of credit for making that jump, but I also give a lot of credit for Mark Richards for replacing him with Brandon Shepard and saying, let's make a run with this guy. And, you know, that was kind of weird at first because when uh, 
Josh first left the family, he went to that Best Motorsports, is which uh, B Shep had drove for them for years and years. Yeah, it was like a trade off. Yeah, it's like you know they just they traded you know between the two teams, and then you know of course he's moved on to Clint Boyer now, and now with Turbo in the Best Motorsports car, I I think they're going to be very very pleased with him. So I know we were just talking before we came on air, um, and I know there are a lot of mixed feelings about Turbo and Tyler Herb, and and I have said it, you sat here with me. And you've agreed, but since spring nationals, I've sat on this show and said, Tyler Herb is, is going to be something. And I know other people have told me, ah, he's washed up. He's, he, he doesn't matter what he's in. I'm telling you right now, that kid yeah. is only going to get better. And you put him in good equipment, he's only going to get better. Well, when he shows up at the racetrack, that's all he's thinking about. You know, it's he's got kind of everything else turned off. You know, he, he's thinking about racing and, and racing hard. And and it's and it's a difference. And I know I I, I talked uh, a couple weeks ago and, and compared him to Bloomquist. And I, I do think I'm not talking driving. I'm not talking. I'm talking attitude and the fight to win. And I think Herb has that. And I don't know that Herb is your perfect uh, sponsor, darling. Um, it's definitely gonna you're gonna have to find the right sponsors to want to be on the car with him. But but in racing. You, he just needs race sponsors. Yes, he doesn't need national media sponsors. He needs yeah. race sponsors that get what kind of guy he's going to be because he's going to put him in victory lane. Your your logo is going to be in victory lane. Yep. Um, but there's going to be some things that go with it as well. And if it's not in victory lane, it's going to be on a highlight reel. You're that's exactly right. So yeah, you're going to exactly get exposure right. no matter you know no matter what happens with him. Yeah. So and I and I it's funny that we bring him up because I just did say to you before you come on. I think every week I become more and more of a fan mm-hmm. of, of Herb, and um, and I and I maybe part of it is I've I've said on here several times I'm I'm a Tony Stewart fan at heart uh, from his days in NASCAR and and IndyCar and racing dirt in Indiana, and it, he reminds me oh, of yeah. that attitude too. Yep. You know the Dale Senior attitude, that idea that and we need that in this sport. We need uh, to have that, uh, you know some kahunas on on the drivers that you know when the camera gets in their face they're still gonna say what they really mean absolutely and not try to be politically correct and i uh, better not say that because somebody's gonna be angry and you know and it's and it's what and i know you and i have had this talk too it's what i love and what i hate about kyle bush it's what i love and what i hate sometimes about clint boyer it's what but what i love about boyer and bush they'll say it to each other that's yes. what i love i yeah. mean just like the other day boy you're standing there saying idiots yeah <laughs> 40 idiots <laughs> and yeah how many times did you spin out and, yeah and so i can i, I like guys that are going to be upfront and honest and share their feelings and and uh you know want to push for it because you're exactly right that's what the sport needs is you have to have personalities and I, I yep. think any sport where you wear a helmet, um, you have to have personalities because you don't know them. You know, it's the same thing in the NFL. You've mm-hmm. got to have guys with personality when the helmet comes off to connect you to them. And same thing in racing. You've got to have personalities when they get out to connect you to that driver. I, I, I agree. And so we did just talk a little bit uh, about the other night, uh, Tyler Erb and Kyle Bronson. Um, some things getting into it and we won't we won't share his entire quote uh but basically said you come after him i'm gonna junk your stuff yeah in other ways that was being political correct there on that but uh and i gotta say that again i think that's what i love about herb and he doesn't play this game of 
well, you guys are the old guard or you guys are the guys that have been here and I need to back off. I need to do what I need to do. And that's that's one thing. As much as I love Stewart, I always used to laugh about it as he became a veteran. He raced the old guys as hard as he could as yeah. a young guy. But when the young guys raced him hard, he always wanted to say, man, know your role. But these guys are just trying to race for the same type of thing. That's what I like about Herb. He comes in, he he believes he belongs. I don't care who you are. You race me hard, I'm going to junk your stuff, and, and that's the end of it. I believe he went on with the speech of uh, he thought he was going to make some money where he could eat good, but after Kyle's uh, contact there, he's going to go back to eating Raymond this week. So, uh, <laughs> And then he also called out some drivers on uh, whining when they don't win the money. So, You got, you got anything to add to that, Lid? <laughs> what was your favorite part of the dream weekend um whenever well there's two my two favorite parts i can't pick the, between which was first one was when scott blomquist spun out and then the second one was whenever he was too light and then he like kept like moving his wheels back and forth making the car bounce but the the green light never stayed on did it yeah <laughs> and and I'm gonna say it here. I I know how it is to be a fan of somebody, and and you're gonna support them no matter what. But to all the Bloomquist fans out there that thought that was some kind of conspiracy yeah. for Eldora or whoever to keep him out of the race, it's obvious, man. You can't come up and bounce your car up and down. I mean, just I I, I don't think it was a Bloomquist thing. I don't care who rolls up on there. If you're light, you're light. But you know. uh Isaac Rainey was sitting by us there during that, and he made some sense about it when he came up light because you know they all come out and wrecked when the the, the fuel I, the mystery rain shower for 15 seconds hit. They all got to drive back to the pits, you know. They all got to change things, and Isaac made some comments that maybe the replacement parts were not as heavy as the ones that was on it originally, mm-hmm. and they burned some fuel off that they didn't reconsider well and i said the same he was thing. like a pound light man I, you know i said the same thing that night i we were watching it here in the studio i said who knows what got cut off that car and i know people are like oh you just cut a part off no you can i mean there's yeah. there's non-vital parts that yes. when you're in that frantic moment of we got to get this thing back out to make the dream a pound is not a lot no so i mean it's who what? knows it's 16 ounces i mean think about <laughs> yeah. it yeah you know so and i agree 100 percent. so you know whatever in that moment um you know obviously happened now on the flip side of that what i will say back to all the bloomer guys is he's played this game before (laughs) and and, and kudos to him he runs it right at it don't get me wrong he's not going to come in and be 30 pounds heavy he never has he always is going to be right on the edge but next time maybe add a you know, you open up the super late model rule book, and if you could put the driver's name next to every oh. rule that created is the, the reason of the rule, that whole book is going to be Billy Moyer and Scott Bloomquist because those guys, but that's why they're the best of the best because they pushed the, the limit there. And Scott more than Billy, of course, but, you know, Billy had his time in that too. You, have, you know, that's why you can only, when you take the checkered flag, you have to pull in the skills immediately because, you know, back years ago scott would drive around until he could mud the car into weight you know so that's why now when you check your you take the checkered flag 
when you come around you have to pull the scales you can't keep driving around the bottom of the racetrack well and that's what bothers me when people say and and you may disagree with me this when people say bloomquist is a cheater even though i'm not a bloomquist fan i disagree with that statement because i don't think you can be a cheater until the rule is in place what bloomquist is so great at is being an innovator Mm -hmm. i won't call him a cheater he finds where there's no rule and he creates it and yeah within a few weeks after some griping it's usually outlawed and he can't do it anymore but he constantly is innovating now for before anybody starts firing back at me do i think he's still cheating in some way like every other driver that rolls off the trailers yes but i would still call him more of an innovator than a cheater that's what i was getting ready to say is if you're a race car driver and you're not pushing the envelope somewhere you have no desire to win mm-hmm. you no know? and that's what that's what he's been so great at is being creative that's that is what has done him so well as being creative thinking outside the box and i, I know i've used this a thousand times but it's like last year and part of it yeah is because he's scott bloomquist there's nobody else on the tour tyler herb couldn't pull up to the state cops there down there in arizona and say Man, i'm gonna run my late model down the highway warm my tires up and then come out they just said dude get your car back in the pit yeah but bloomquist rolls up there he probably signed two t-shirts and then boom he's on the interstate warming his tires up but you don't think to write that in the rule book. You don't ever think anybody's going to stick their car out on the on the road to get them warmed up. Bloomquist thought of those things. But you know, while we were over there, I had the opportunity to talk to Ricky Thornton Jr., who's a, a tremendous modified driver. And Ricky uh, talked about where he was offered to come, you know, race another late model race. It was actually, I think, the the World One Hundred is what he was talking about. But he said he had a big modified race he was going to run instead. And everybody in the group there was like, "Why would you go run a modified race when you're be given a you're given a ride into the World 100?" He said, "I'm not known here." He said, "I'll t- I'll sell ten thousand dollars worth of uh, t-shirts at the modified show." And that's the thing, you know, when Scott Bloomquist does something like that, his t-shirt trailer goes crazy. You know, he he's still making money. He's losing it on the track, but he he leaves the, the weekend with money. Well, and that's again, that's the other thing I'll say about him. He's a He's a media superstar yeah. because even being a pound light, that probably got him more press and more media than if he'd have won the dream. Yeah. And I know I was the one. You were off of him. I said I thought he goes out there and he wins the thing. But you know what? If I would have been right, if he goes out and he wins that heat race, the rain doesn't come down and turns one and two, and then he runs away with the feature and wins that thing, he doesn't get nearly the press he does with the mm-hmm. miracle shower, the wreck, trying to come back, being a pound light you know oh yeah coming back out in a concy and then can't can't get you know can't hit a lick um because a lot, a lot of people that weren't there didn't realize he didn't park in the infield he was parked up outside of turn three. Oh, really i didn't yeah, know that yeah so he had to drive out of the track and drive i mean he was out of the infield yeah him and uh babney the one were parked inside the infield to pit there's only like six, six cars that didn't park in the infield and those two were two of the six so so you know he couldn't like drive right to his pit so that's why i think a lot of it is the fuel he had to drive all the way back out to that's it yeah i didn't know that yeah i wonder why he chose that that's interesting he does that a lot actually you know he he just gotta make people talk you know how that is (laughs) but that is you're exactly right that's again it's it's gonna sell t-shirts and it's gonna and it's going to um you know continue to to push his name and i know people say i was talking to somebody the other day and they said well it's not that he gets a he gets a set amount from arizona sports shirts right off the top 
they take care of all of his merchandise and he just gets that. And I said, I understand that. But he renegotiates that. That wasn't a lifetime deal. Yeah. He's going to go back and say, hey, I know what you actually sold. Now let's talk about me making more. There's always renegotiations. But he he used to not have that deal with Arizona. He used to. Oh, yeah. His, you know, his wife and his mom sold out of his T-shirt trailer. And that was the, a Bloomquist deal. It wasn't Arizona's. You know, it is now. But, but it wasn't always that way. And that's what I mean. It, it's still self-promotion. You're still selling the stuff. And, and another thing is, on the flip side, if you stop selling T-shirts, Arizona Sports Shirt's going to renegotiate that deal, You're exactly too. right, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. in it to make money. So, uh, But, yeah, so it, it was a, a great dream, um, you know, and, and uh, uh, obviously I didn't get the opportunity to go over. I did get to sit here and watch it with uh, my wife and my boy and – um, it was fun. Uh, my boy took me for $4 uh, picking drivers. Um, and, and I'll be honest, I was impressed because he didn't always just pick the guy that was right up front. And I really, I wasn't taking it easy on him. I was picking guys that I thought were going to win. <laughs> Problem is, in one of those, I picked Bloomquist, and then the shower came down in turn one, and I was... There was a lot of surprise the whole weekend. I, I'll tell you what, that for, uh, you know, the two features on Thursday, the two features on Friday, and then the actual dream on Saturday every night was great racing i mean I, there's not one night because you know usually when you go for a multiple day show you're like man that night kind of sucked yeah there's always the one night that is just kind of and it wasn't i mean every night was good every heat race was great you know the, the features were good i mean it and and different nights and i didn't get to watch thursday night um i was at a work uh uh requirement and but friday night and i know thursday was very similar no cautions right great racing side by side saturday was drama yes. i mean and, and and not drama just in the sense of like argument but drama in wrecks drama in guys having issues drama and you know guys breaking i mean davenport looked unbeatable coming into the feature yeah and then has issues so i mean saturday was totally different than friday i mean my wife was dying laughing friday night we races were done at like ten fifteen. yeah and then Saturday, we're sitting out here past midnight, 1 o'clock, watching the end of the, the feature. And she's like, man, that, last night it went really fast, which she obviously knew that the laps were different, too. But yeah. I said, I said, yeah, but last night there was zero cautions. 20 laps ticks off pretty quick yeah. with no cautions. Yes. <laughs> when you start getting into those wrecks and the red flags that happened Saturday. Uh, there wasn't a caution for anything Thursday night. That, I mean, not even a heat race or nothing. That's just amazing to me. Yeah, you know, and I think that shows you the skill level of you know a lot of those guys that show up over there. The skill level, one hundred percent, and how big that track is. Yes, that that the the amount of racing grooves that are in that track are just unbelievable to me. The thing that I enjoyed the most was there were ninety two cars there. That was the biggest number in a lot of years. So that wanting to go over there and try for you know a hundred thousand dollars is coming back. I agree, and I hope they continue to push the purses over there. Um, very, very impressed with what Eldora and, and Tony Stewart and his group yeah. did, um, pushing that to 125, and I think it was what 687,000 or something for the weekend. Yes, I mean it was almost three quarters of a million, and and I'll give a shout out to them too uh, here coming up. They've also pushed the Kings Royal up. Mm -hmm. It's 125 thousand dollars to win. Well, the extra 25 for the Dream was the 25th, 25th anniversary. anniversary yeah. Yes, but I, I also love you know. I, I love the way they've set that up, and I know they're playing it in their uh, promotion for the Kings Royal. But I love that it's one twenty-five and second is twenty. I mean, I love that it's not one twenty-five and eighty. One, you know, yeah. No, oh yeah. It, it, 
you want to win. And, and I know that, you know, in the promotion for the Kings Royal, it's, you know, to the King goes all the spoils because it's 125 and I think 20, 15 or 20 for second place. And because that changes those last five laps when you're running one and two. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's $100,000 payday, and that's a big difference. And see, that's the way it was for the Dream, too, because the 50-50 Saturday night was over 30000 <laughs> And James Essex announced the 50-50 winner will take more money home than second place in the Dream will. Well, and Dirt on Dirt interviewed several drivers in the pits that were laughing that were buying 50-50 tickets because they said it might be the best night they could have. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, if yeah. they hit the 50-50 and you know got start money so yeah. um yeah that's amazing too the uh the amount of money that's raised over there and uh and and hopefully people know that the other side of that doesn't go to eldora speedway that goes to tony's charity yes um and and you know that's awesome too for what they do and um and, and like i said maybe everybody knows but that's not going to putting new bleachers in i mean that is all coming back into uh tony's charity and what they do with that so and they got that 50 50 down to the science now where they print out your you oh know, my god if you order 50 dollars worth it's all on one big you know you gotta look at all your little tickets you know it's all just printed out for you yeah and, they've made it too easy yeah yeah, <laughs> they've yeah. Made, you can even do it remotely now yeah yeah you, <laughs> you can be watching on dirt on dirt and order them you know so that's the thing so yeah i'm really lucky i forgot about that until the 50 50 had been drawn <laughs> or i'd have been sitting at home buying 50 50 tickets so well let's uh let's talk a little bit here let's let's transition over to brownstown speedway and like i said i think uh knock on wood i really believe we're getting into the heart of the summer fine finally we hope so the and you know you kind of throw your hands up because the spring has just been i mean it's been nothing like we've ever seen before and i i was talking on one of the other podcasts we do the other day wave three posted last week it's been 49 weeks yes since we had our last dry full week and yep. that was uh july 8th through 14th last year and and i get i was telling somebody that and like yeah but that's like a sprinkle on one day and i'm like i get that but we haven't had seven days without precipitation and that's to me is crazy oh, yeah. to think back and and what i came back with is well the last three months it hasn't just been a sprinkle on a sunday afternoon it has been downpours oh, and yeah. washouts and multiple uh, downpours in a day oh yeah so hopefully i'm excited um we need to get back to racing uh it is you know it's one of those funny things and i know you feel the same way and the drivers feel the same way a lot of times you get to the point to where you're like man i wish there was a weekend off i wish there was just time to take a break but then you hit these multiple weekends with nothing and then you're like what do i do with myself yeah yeah i don't, I don't know what to do on a saturday night so um and obviously we're recording this here uh you know early uh so you know this this will come out here right before uh the born free 40 but we're recording and the summer it. nationals tomorrow night well, but it'll come out before the Born Free 40. Yeah. So, yeah. So, coming out tomorrow night will be the Summer Nationals and then the uh, MSCS uh, uh, Sprint Car Series show uh, on Saturday night. And but well, What do you think Barbara called the push and flips? <laughs> the push and flips, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> yeah, it did. It's hard to flip that slow and big and wide late model. I wouldn't call them slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
But even with uh, the limited amounts of racing that we've gotten to do at Brownstown Speedway, I wanted to take a look at the points um, oh, yeah. and kind of where we're starting. And, and you've got a little better handle on this than what I do because... Not well, I'll only, be honest with you, I haven't looked at them, so no, you, you're going to have to bring them up. So. No, that's okay. No, even, uh, even though when I say you've had a better handle on it, even though we've had a lot of rainouts, the uh, the spring has not been good to me either with um, with work commitments. Uh, so the nights we have got to race, you haven't been able to be yeah, there. So and the weeks I've got off, it rains. So so I'll pull this up here on the video too, so people can see it. Um, and you know, the super late models is I think the tale of what we would have all expected. Um, yeah. For here at, at, at Brownstown Speedway, what we see, um, it's good to see Jared Bailey um, there in fourth. Um, hopefully he continues to have a good year and can uh, continue to move up there. Um, obviously, Devin uh, is, is kind of picking up where he left off last year, uh, running with that. Um, but, you know, it's a great list of names. And, again, yeah. I know we don't run nearly as many super late model races at, at Brownstown as what um, – is what maybe in the past but they're always an exciting group when they're there and i'm gonna give jim a shout out because he's he's still giving a place to go race you know i ain't gonna say weekly but more often than any in, than any other places everybody else is just waiting for you know a special show yeah and you know jim's giving these guys you know and i remember when shelby got his feature win this year in the super you know he thanked jim for that that give him an opportunity to race close to home and, and everything like that so i gotta give a shout out for that also and then let's move on here to the night drainage and excavating UMP modifieds. And uh, your ba- good buddy. Batman, right there in, the, in the number one there, man. And, uh, yeah, Tim Rivers uh, yeah. in first place. Um, and it seems like, from what I've got to watch in those races on uh, Dirt to Media, uh, Tim is really getting a feel for that modified car. Yeah, that elite chassis is the – I know uh, one night – you know there was uh when the american ethanol series there is some big name modified drivers there and rivers ran third the whole, pretty much the whole feature and i think everybody there knew that tim was was in the house and so I'm, i agree with you that that uh you know he finished third to uh streaming you know and maybe it's not even fair to say he's getting the feel for it even though i do think that he had a lot of mechanical bad yes. luck last year with that car and was in the wrong place at the wrong time a, a, a whole lot. lot yeah so uh but still he looks a lot more comfortable in the car a lot smoother um and i think he knows what the car can do um so yeah so huge shout out to tim rivers and then uh friend of the show 55w lucas wee miller right there in second place oh crowbar and i'll tell you what he has really stepped his game up a ton this year you know he he looks like a totally different driver in the car than what we've seen you know and and again getting that feel for it that consistency and being smooth Yep. Um, and, and I would say this, and I'd say this if Lucas is here or Lucas listens, he's not overdriving the car. Right. He, he is controlling the car. He's not pushing it yeah. to the point of, of overdriving. And then uh, third place, you got Jared Fleetwood. Fourth place, Will Krupp. Which he's a bad unit, man. I mean, that dude can wheel a race car. And then fifth, another uh, a friend of the show here, uh, the 93W and Braden Watson. And the pup. Got his first feature win at Brownstown Speedway. I mean... You got to be excited for that, you know. And I got to say that he's another one, and, and he impressed me last year, but he's he's continuing to impress me this year because he's in a new car. Yes. Um, and I really think 
I think as this year goes on, he's only going to continue to improve. And the worst thing that I think that's happened for, for Braden and that team is, again, these long breaks. He needs yeah. to be running every weekend yes. and, and getting seat time and getting consistent in that car. And uh, But, yeah, huge shout-out to him. And, again, uh, you know, a friend of the show. And, and Don't overlook sixth place there with Dennis Boatneck. Oh, you, you think that you think there might be some movement there with Dennis? I, I You know, people forget he was the 1979 – late model track champion at brownstown speedway man and he is still in there wheeling that race car so every time i see you know dennis roll out that this makes me smile because i mean that is still a driver from my youth that is still out there wheeling it well and i'm going to say this about dennis he's one of those guys that in my opinion as the heat as the heat of the summer comes on that's usually when he starts getting faster and yes. faster and faster so um yeah absolutely you, you don't want to overlook really none of them yeah you know. i was gonna say you look down the list um and then uh on down uh jeremy owens good friend of the show and you know i think jeremy it's been an up and down for him i think he but would I, agree i don't think he's points running this year he's not um but but up and down just trying to get his car to yes. where he wants it and where he likes it and i know he's been to eldora obviously been over to uh uh brownstown at times but uh, again a uh, good friend of the show, and uh, we appreciate what he's doing. Yes. Looking at the P3RacingShirts.com Indiana Pro Late Model Series, uh, Shelby Miles, first place right there. And in second, another friend of the show, Isaac Rainey. And first-time feature winner now. So, you know, Isaac's got that behind him. So, you know, I talked to him. After you get your first one, you know, you definitely want your second one. So I think he's a whole lot more hungry than he once was, you know, when he was in the car. And, and I just I just want to talk about this, you know. Again, as we talk about, don't sleep on some people. You look at this top five, and I'm not taking anything away from this top five whatsoever. It, very very strong drivers in Shelby and Isaac, Zach Burton in third place, Justin Bowling, last year's Rookie of the Year in fourth. Then you get into Tyler Kane, fifth place, Tyler Neal, eighth place, Peden in ninth place, Marty O'Neill in eleventh. There's some guys that. That are going to start creeping up that that leaderboard oh, yeah. and putting some pressure on these guys too. So, again, and we've talked about before this this series um, is so. Competitive. I think it's the most competitive series at Brownstown. You know, if not anywhere they go. I, I agree a hundred percent. And and that's you know, you look at that. And I, again, I'm not taking anything away from the guys there in the top four because they're good drivers. But this is going to be a fun yeah. thing to watch as we start racing consistently um, throughout the rest of the summer. Your top four or five can't lay down, or, or you know they're going to be met pretty rapidly. Because, and I'm going to tell you somebody to look out for. I think in in the Indiana Pro Late Models this year, and he's been on our show too. Is old Stroker Colton Sullivan? He came out and raced, and I think he's going to take to that late model very quick. And I think it. I think he. Uh, because where is he at right now? Twelfth in, in the points. I think yep. he's going to jump up through there too. So I was I was very impressed, you know, when he came out and raced the other night. The last time we raced at Brownstown. So twelfth in the points and also running for uh, the uh, Schaefer Photo and Custom Tees Rookie of the Year there as well with with Trent Bailey. Yep, who's in tenth in points. So I mean, there's you know a lot. Of, and Austin Burns already got a feature win this year in the Indiana Pro Late Model. So yeah, you look down the list. I mean, Skyler Lewis down the list. I mean, there are some guys here that. Uh, that are going to put some pressure as, as things come up. So, in the Wilson Automotive Super Stocks, um, Josh Devine there in first mm -hmm. place. Tim Shumpy got a feature win last time we raced. Yeah. So, I'm proud for him. Tucker Shastine, um, Steve Hollers, 
Brad Fry, rookie of the year, absolutely, and and you know that's a cool deal to see what Jack did in that car forever yeah. and see it being his boy now. And I got to laugh though; I've got Jack on Facebook, and he makes me jealous about ninety seven percent of the time mm. because he always seems to be sitting somewhere drinking a nice cold beverage. And retirement seems to work really good for him. And I'll tell you this: when I see him walk through the pits at Brownstown, he just seems a whole lot more happier. <laughs> You know, because I don't think he's got that stress, but, no. you know, and I am going to give a shout out to Brad. You know, he, uh, I watched him kind of shake that car down at the Fun Fest last year, and uh, he, you know, he's nicknamed the car the mistress, and uh, he's loving it, and I'm proud for him. You know, he, he's very happy when he's at the racetrack this year, too. And, you know, and I think it's also, you say how, how happy that, uh, that Jack looks. I think part of it is you've got that pride that, that Brad's out there doing yeah, it, and you're I, still I at the track, it. you're still getting to do those things. Yeah. Yeah. Our old buddy from uh, Ewing, Indiana, Webb Lee there in sixth. Webb, uh, this uh, in the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time, got put on his side there in the front stretch one night. But uh, he's a – I tell you what, that is one guy when I go through the pits, I always make sure I stop and talk to you because he always has time for interesting conversation. And, you know, this is another group that is a very competitive uh, group of drivers as well at Brownstown Speedway in this in this division. Yes, Moving on there to the uh, the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks. Um, obviously, the, uh, how do I want to say, the most, the most controversial man uh, in Jackson County, the 88 of Rick Gum. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I'm going to say it on here. Kudos to him, man. He, he, is, he continues to do it. Um, he continues to put work on him. Um, but on the flip side, I want to talk about second place because he's finished second every Rick's won every week, but Zach has been second every week. And you talk about the consistency and that's another one. You know, we talked about what Tim Rivers had last year with the bad luck mechanically and being in the wrong place. Zach Stalker was another one that had that a lot of bad mechanical, you know, failures and a lot of, uh, tough situations he was put in. So you've got him right there and, like you just said, he's finished second every time. That point spread isn't huge. No, no, not at all. And again, and I'm not taking anything away from Rick, but kudos to Zach. He's uh he's continuing to make that interesting. I you know, I agree and you know, everything will get figured out. Excuse me, figured out. And uh then in third place you got Jeremy Hibner, uh in uh the twenty eight. Um dirt track Donnie Wilson there in fifth place. Um, he was he's the best barbecue in Eldor Speedway at Lydia. Yeah. I did actually miss the meals over there and I saw some of the pictures and I was kind of sad I wasn't there. They stepped their game up, man. They made shish kebabs and everything this year. Well, and Joe, I saw Joe Johnson had his spiraled potatoes going and curly oh, yeah. fries and Yeah, man. it was uh, they they got it figured out, man. They, and you don't starve when you're around those guys. No, there's always food. That's the best part. <laughs> where's, where's Aubrey? Oh, and the super so she only raced that one night, yeah. so she uh she's uh twenty seventh place. So she had, she raced one night and had that bad luck, so she's not gonna be near the top, Eric kid. Yeah, and I think uh I think she took a few weeks off there with the wedding and everything. Yeah. And yeah. um then looking ahead at, at Hornet points, which I did just see um what is uh when was Hornet just at? I just got the text. For the uh fair race. Fair race, yes. yes I sir. couldn't I've gotten a couple of texts and I couldn't remember which one, yeah, but yeah, so the Hornets will be the running race. to the uh, the fair race, and you got Trent Adams there in first place, son, um, of, son of Jerry Adams. Yeah, you know, 
and uh, Donnie Modesty uh, there in second. A.J. Hobbs in third. Shannon Walp in fourth. And Benjamin Richardson in fifth place. And, uh, again, this is a uh, – you know, we, we've talked a lot about Bill Grant, and uh, this is a group that I will say um, I think continues to – to get better at Brownstown yeah, Speedway. I, I agree with that, too. Um, the racing continues to get better. Justin Joy, another guy we've had here on the show. Um, and like I said, Bill Grant, I think these guys continue to get better. And uh, the racing is uh, – and I'm happy to see they're on the fair race. I think that's a great yeah. opportunity for those guys. You know, they might get some exposure to people that's never been to a race. And, and they might not – you know, they might like, you know, the Hornets and think, man, I'm going to come back for those guys. And Absolutely. That'd be great absolutely so let's look ahead at the schedule too again i said we're, we're recording this a little bit early uh it'll come out after these first two shows here but you do have uh tomorrow night and man i have been so nervous as the rain came down last week because i know both of you and i from the moment the summer nationals date was added to the calendar at brownstown have been looking forward to this so tomorrow night dirt car summer nationals the hell tour comes in Five thousand to win for the super late models um, and modifieds and super stocks. And again, yeah. that's going to be a great show as well with the modifieds and the super stocks. You were talking about people that dominated touring events. Shannon Babb is the owner of the Summer Nationals and wins. Yeah, you know what? I I meant to look that one up too, and I have not yet. Uh, Him and, I think he's got one or two wins over Billy Moyer, but those two have dominated the Summer Nationals. And, and I'm going to be honest. I think that is probably as impressive as anything for the sheer fact of how much you're racing and it's such a short a time that's they race I mean. a whole season in, in in a month yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm saying it's not it's not 30 races over over a whole year it's 30 races in a month so to, to keep your car consistent and be able to compete every night i think is huge yeah. um and then uh this this saturday june 29th the uh, mscs sprint cars midwest sprint sprint car series 410 nine-week sprints plus the umra king of the tqs the indiana pro late models the pure the pewter hall pure stocks and the mmsa mini sprints and again we've talked about it here before and i am so sick to my stomach because uh, i'm gonna be out of town uh and i have been out of town on both sprint car races the two nights there at brownstown speedway um but even though we've had that discussion, Brownstown is 100% a late model track. The sprint car still put on one heck of a show. One he- and this year's uh, No Way Out was exceptional, I thought. So even if you're a late model fan, get out and watch these guys because they're a blast to watch. And then if you're listening to this next week, the July 6th race, uh, the Mars Super, Schaefer Oil Mars Racing Series Super Late Models uh, coming into town. It's the fifth annual Born Free 40 um 5000 to win there again plus modifieds super stocks and that's a brandeis series race um which we all know last year was a blast to watch when those brandeis series races came mm-hmm. out and again the pewter hall pure stocks i also want to point out july 13th this is a a big one and i'm glad that it it's we've been able to bump it to there but july 13th is not only fan appreciation night and if you've never been to a fan appreciation night at brownstown speedway you need to be there. Um, it's a great opportunity. If you got young kids, get them up and close to these drivers, these cars. The drivers do an absolute unbelievable job of interacting with kids and and the fans on those nights. Well, you know, when we talk to them, though, they're as excited about fan appreciation night as the fans are. Oh, 100%. You know, 100%. they can't wait to figure out what they're going to give away, what kind of candy they're going to buy. And, you know, you talk to some of these young guys or guys that are just now getting into the sport, they're amazed 
that people want their autograph or want to come up and talk to them. You know, it amazes them that they're important like that. Yeah, and and um, and again, and this is what I'm so excited about. Not only is it Fan Appreciation Night, but it's now the Don Russ Tribute, yes. which is the Pure Stock Special Race over there. So it's going to add an extra flair um, and hopefully an extra crowd to mm-hmm. Fan Appreciation Night. So drivers, I'd I'd, I'd get a hold of uh, Mark and Jamie Schaefer at Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea. I'd order up some extra signature cards. I'd I'd get an extra bag of candy um, because I think this is going to be really cool to be the combined Don Russ tribute and fan appreciation night. And then July 20th, we're off. Jackson County Fair set up. And it's then, crazy. We're talking about fair races already, but we are. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so Thursday night, July 25th, be the Thursday night thunder over there with the uh, Indiana Pro Late Models. Your modified Super Stocks and Hornets on Thursday night. Then we're going to turn right around Saturday night for the Jackson County Grand Champion Fair Race, the 7th Annual Paul Crockett uh, memorial race with the super late models modified super stocks pure stocks and hornets and so, i and i do want to say we haven't discussed this off the air but i'll go ahead and throw it out now i don't believe we'll be doing a live broadcast from the barn at um the fair this year okay just because of the fact that at least not on truck pull night yeah yeah that <laughs> was, was a little hard it was uh i'm all in to be at the fair and do one but uh truck pull night was a little rough yeah we have to figure that out and <laughs> i wish i would have got with uh Oh, Mark, help me. Norman. Norman, and uh, he gave us our list. We could have went down that on our show tonight to help. Oh, yeah, for the because, payouts. Yeah, for the, you know, because he always usually does a good fair payout, and then I'd also tell all the other grandstand events going on because, uh, you know, he, he, he needs that publicity too for all those events. And then August 3rd, again, the Schaefer's Oil Mars uh, Racing Series Super Late Models. I, I'll pause there for a second because if you've not seen a Mars race, that's a heck of a series that comes in too. Um, oh, I agree. For a traveling series that does a great job. And I want to back up real quick because a really cool thing, just kind of pair them together. July 6th, obviously the Schaefer Earl Mar-, Mar Super Late Models are at Brownstown. July 5th that night, they are coming to Thunder Valley in Salem. So you can see that Mars series two nights yeah. in a row. Thunder Valley on Friday night and then come back up to the Born Free 40 on the on Saturday. But they will also be back August 3rd for the 15th Annual Hall of Fame Classic. Um, that is a $10,000 to win uh, Super Late Model yeah. Show, plus your modified Super Stocks and Pure Stocks. You know, the Hall of Fame Classic's kind of a, like I always, that was my first night announcing ever at Brownstown Speedway. I didn't realize that. Yeah, the first year I started was the night, actually, no, I'll take that back, it was the week before the Hall of Fame, because the next week I got to induct people into the Hall of Fame, and I'd only been... That's a, a pretty cool way to start. <laughs> I've, I'd only been an announcer over there for two weeks, so that was... Uh, the Hall of Fame Classic's kind of, you know, something that always stands out to me over there, because I was I like a, still a rookie announcer at Brownstown and inducting people in the Hall of Fame. Then uh, August 17th, our good friends, uh, Schaefer's Photo and Custom Tees at a Schaefer's Photo and Custom Tees night. Pro Late Models, Modified Super Stocks, which is a Brandeis Series po- bonus race. Uh, pure stocks and hornets and that's always a fun night mark and jamie schaefer always do yes um a ton um there's always some fun things and uh different things going on and and we may have to get with them and see what what we can do to help that night too so i, I agree uh then august 34th or 34th wow i saw the 24 and i saw the 31 and somehow my mind put them together august 31st the hornet special uh at brownstown speedway hornets pro late models modified super stocks and pure stocks and then 
it starts to get really fun. Yeah. Um, not that anything else isn't, but it's it, this is the big time um, at Brownstown Speedway. September 14th is the Jackson tune-up. You're going to have super late models, pro late models, modified super stocks, and pure stocks. And, guys, be watching the social media. Um, that September 14th date, there's always a chance of some big traveling series drivers, depending on what happens in other series, being at Brownstown that night to get ready yes. for the Jackson 100. So yes. just pay attention. Again, and, and this um, tomorrow night, Summer Nationals, uh, Kenny Wallace has already said he's going to be there. B-Shep has already said he's going to be there. So uh, there's some exciting ones going to be there. But always watch that September 14th day. Friday, September 20th is the Bowman 50 for the Pro Late Models. That is their race of the year. Yes. And that is a fun race to watch. Those guys go out and get 50 laps to uh, – to, to go against each other jeremy owens racing it last year yeah yeah, yeah. exciting uh it's exciting thing for him and um september 21st the 40th annual jackson 100 lucas all dirt late model series fifteen thousand dollars to win plus the modifieds and super stocks that night so um you realize i was uh eight years old on the very first ever jackson 100 yeah i was six years away from being born yeah i just I've, I've had an opportunity to see all of them yeah <laughs> you beat me to it yeah and uh and then i i you know i want to say if you're on the if you're on the fence about whether you like racing or not get out and try any of the nights and, and yeah. it's it's a great it's a great saturday night um for a good price but i, I will say this too go and get you um go find a way to watch last year's jackson 100 um and actually if you're good you can go to the new uh com, and if you watch the background um you can see the last two laps in the background but go watch how that race ended um with bobby pierce and see the excitement there i don't know how you don't want to be involved and be at, at the racetrack i agree all right well matt we're at about uh an hour um in anything you else you want to talk about lydia no i'm just excited for racing <laughs> and we actually talked so much i even forgot our second round so we're gonna have to play out all our sponsors here yeah. at the end uh but uh so you're excited about racing lydia mm-hmm. what's what's the next race you're excited to watch um the next race that aubrey will be in that's a true fan right there that's a true fan so all right so this uh, again get out this saturday night july 6th for the schaefer oil uh mars late model super late model series at brownstown speedway for the uh born free 40 um we'll be back next week um we don't i don't think we've set up a guest yet but Mm -hmm. we'll be back next week with that um again thank you to everybody that watches thank you to all our sponsors um, we appreciate you and uh, anybody. Again, I know we throw this out a lot, but drivers, if you are interested in being a guest, reach out to us. Um, car owners, car owners, fans, crew members. Um, yeah, we, we just want to talk, um, and we appreciate anybody that that wants to come on. So, reach out to us, let us know, and we'll we'll get you set up. All right. Miller's Termite and Pest Control is the only place you need to look for pest control. Don't get roped into contracts or high prices with the big companies. Reach out to someone who cares about you. They can handle any problem from termites, bed bugs, ants, spiders, etc. 
They also do lawn care. Where else can you keep the bugs out of your house and your yard looking sharp? Reach out to them today on Facebook at Miller's Termite and Pest Control. Email at pest underscore in underscore peace at yahoo.com or by phone at 812-767-5657. Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like from prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more. Stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tea booth and let Bronze Bobby know what they can do for you. Wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? APR Podcast Studios in Crothersville, Indiana is available to record, edit, and produce a podcast in-house for you for a minimal fee. Don't waste hundreds or even thousands of dollars trying to get started. Let APR Podcast Studios do the hard work and you worry about the content and entertainment. APR Podcast Studios is available by email at aprpodcaststudios at gmail.com or by phone at 812-455-1313. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's www.p3graphics.com. Hey, give Brad at Brad Irwin Customs a call for bodies, interiors, fab work, setup, and consulting. With Brad Irwin Customs, you can stick them deeper. Calling today at 812-216-3900. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They're your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at 812-953-1261. 